0: Everyone has a dream to do more, be more, accomplish more, to make a difference, to leave a mark, to build a legacy. But building a business, a brand from a dream or an idea can be such a daunting task. Thousands of businesses start up each year, but few actually last the test of time and succeed. Why is that? Well, those who push through the ceiling are those who believe in the power of their dreams. Your thoughts and beliefs will drive your actions and your actions will drive the results you wish to achieve. Sometimes we are our own worst enemy. We get in the way. This podcast is about changing the way you think and believe about business startups, brand building, and achieving your dreams. My name is Bert Koppel. I'm a successful entrepreneur and business owner inviting you to go on a journey with me as I start up a new business concept from the ground floor. You can learn with me as I make mistakes, discover new and better ways to grow, and watch me work my tail off to build a brand. It won't be easy, but together we can make dreams come true. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Are you ready? Welcome. This is Building the Brand. Hey, everybody, welcome to Building the Brand. I'm Bert Koppel, the podcast uh, about canteen golf and billiards and our journey uh, from creating it to the build out to everything else we have to do to get this business up off the ground. Obviously we're behind schedule, which is fine. Uh, One thing you have to learn when you're doing uh, new businesses and build outs is that you can only control those things that you can control. And oftentimes the build out is something you have very little control over. You have to deal with uh, municipalities and general contractors. So there's lots of different things that are outside of your control. I wanted to talk today about mission and vision statement. It's not going to be a very long podcast, but I think it's important to make sure that this is something that you have to identify early on in the process of building a brand, starting a business. It's not enough to just have an idea or a goal. There has to be a mission behind it. Why do you exist? What's the core reason for your existence? And then the vision, what do you, what, what principles do you want your employees and those around you to embrace? There's a Bible verse, Proverbs 29:18. And many people have heard this verse, it's been used commercially, it's used uh, all the time for reasons outside of spirituality and faith. But it says this, Proverbs 29:18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keeps the law, happy is he. So I'm going to focus on the first half of that verse where there is no vision, the people perish and vision is something that's unique and powerful because it allows us to have a clear mindset as to where we are going and what we are trying to achieve and what we're trying to do. And I'm going to share with you a real easy understanding of how this works. And uh, it's a basic training principle from my time in the military. I'm going to share that with you uh, and correlate that to mission and vision and how you uh, change and be and become the type of person that you want to be, or create the business you want to have. So we'll talk about that next, right here on building the brand. There's no better place to play hard than at canteen golf and billiards featuring eight trackman golf simulators six champion nine foot pool tables showcasing the IQ billiards augmented reality playing system and an affordable gourmet hot dog and pizza buffet all in a space that pays homage and tribute to the United States armed forces. So grab your buddies and girlfriends and come on down for a round of golf join a billiards tournament or sign up for a golf league and grab some great food and drinks. Check it out. Go to canteengolf.com to learn more. Canteen Golf and Billiards. Turn that hard work into some well deserved play. The Clinton Township, Michigan location opens November of 2023. Hard work, work. hard work. You load them up. Hard work, work. hard work. Manifest. Hard work, work. hard work. You got to do it right. And obviously, we're not opening in November of 2023. Uh, we missed that uh, deadline, but of course, you can certainly follow on the entire story at our website, CanteenGolf.com. We're hoping for an early 2024 opening, um, but uh, we are just moving along with the flow and trying to get the build-out completed. So we'll keep you in the loop on that. When I first made the decision that I was going to join the military— And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to step out and I'm going to join the military. I remember I went down to the MEPS processing station and I raised my right hand and I took an oath that I would defend and protect the constitution of the United States against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. And I signed on the dotted line and they congratulated me and said that I was now a soldier. And I got to tell you, I didn't feel any different. Um, Loaded up on a bus, went to basic training got yelled at by drill sergeants. My mother was called names I didn't even know existed, did push-ups, was yelled at, did all the things that you do in basic training that's so important to begin that process of becoming a United States soldier. And while I was in the process of doing that, I still felt like a civilian. Nothing really changed for me. There was nothing new, nothing unique, nothing different. And so what then happens is that you begin to do training hand to hand combat training you go through uh, you go through um uh, weapons training, all these different things that you do to try to make you feel like you are a soldier, you get your hair cut, you learn how to march, how to do cadence, how to salute all those different things you have to do, and no matter what happened, I felt like I was still just a civilian. I didn't feel like there was a change, and everything did change for me when I went and I visited. Um, the confidence course in the military the confidence course is when you actually go through all of these different obstacles that push your body to the limit and they begin to change your mind your mind begins to transform and i'll never forget we were standing in front of these five walls and the first wall was maybe four feet tall the next wall was six feet then eight feet then finally to a 10 foot wall and we had to get over all of these walls with our battle buddies And I remember standing at the very first wall and we were you know, frustrated like, man, why do we have to go over these walls? This is stupid. This is never going to happen in real life. And so we all get over the first wall pretty much on our own, didn't help each other. The second wall, we had to help each other out, but one person stepping on my head, another person stepping on my shoulder, you kicked in the groin going over one. I literally remember at the second wall, we had a, uh, a female soldier that was with us. She was shorter. We literally picked her up and threw her over the wall. She landed on her shoulder. It was not a good experience. So we grumbled and we We complained that we did all of those different things until finally we got to the last wall and something amazing happened. We stopped seeing the wall. And when my feet touched down on the other side of that last wall, I looked up at that wall and I said, oh my gosh, I'm a soldier. I can do this. And so that was my transformation moment in in the military, in basic training, where I went from feeling like I was a civilian to feeling and knowing that I was a soldier and I could achieve and accomplish anything. And every single person that I've ever served with in the military or talked to, they all have those moments in time, whether it's at basic training or at their... MOS Military Occupation Specialty School, or they're the first time they they roll out the gate in a war zone, whatever the case is, there's a moment in time when they have a transitional moment when they say, "I'm not a civilian, I am a soldier," and they transition into that new role. So why am I sharing that story with you? I'm sharing that story because how many times in business do we understand? what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. But yet then we hire an employee. We hire somebody to work for us and we put them through maybe some type of training or orientation. And let's be honest in this day and age, a lot of times training orientation doesn't last very long. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's a half a day, maybe it's watching a couple videos in a break room and then taking a test. And somehow, some way we expect and anticipate that a brand new employee civilian is going to transition into the type of employee that we want them to be a soldier, but we don't give them the opportunities to have that transformative moment when their mind changes and they realize I'm part of a team. This is my mission. This is my vision. These are my goals. Think about that. When you hire an employee, what do you do? Maybe you give them a uniform slap on a name tag. You give them an employee handbook. You tell them to read it. And then a lot of times we do on the job training and sometimes that on the job training isn't even done with a drill sergeant, a.k.a. a manager or an owner. It's done with another employee and that employee probably hasn't been through the best training either. And so they're passing off all of their bad habits and the way that they think things should be run to that employee. And all of a sudden you create a culture that no longer reflects or represents what you, the owner, initially intended for your business to have. And that's why I think it's so important to start with mission and vision for any business, any company, any nonprofit, any endeavor. It always starts there. So I want to break down and tell you about the mission and vision for Canteen Golf and Billiards and explain to you how I arrived at those at those premises, so to speak, of, of what the mission and vision is. And then we're going to talk about vision boards as well. But that's all coming up next right here on Building the Brand. Imagine being able to print on your walls and not just any wall, but every wall, drywall, cinder block, wood, tile, glass, old or new paint, plaster, brick, metal, plastic and laminate, stone, wallpaper, even tile, literally any wall. And this isn't some cheap rub away paint. This is ink infused UV full color, instantly curing directly onto your wall. It's a permanent tattoo of your image, brand, marketing, or art. And not just on a vertical surface, but we're talking small images to huge images, murals that can stand up to 13 feet tall and can stretch as wide as the eye can see. Our ink infusion process meets all guidelines for food processing and healthcare needs. There's no edge or removable surface. You can literally spray and clean our ink because it becomes part of your wall. So the possibilities are endless. The time to get ink-spired is now. Basement walls? Inspired. Large indoor murals for your company, Inspired. Company logos and event announcements, Inspired. Enlarging small originals onto a big space, get Inspired. Come on, let us print directly onto your walls. Visit www.wallprintpros.com to see demos and what we can do. Then reach out and get your project started. That website is wallprintpros.com. That's wallprintpros.com. Mention this podcast, building the brand to receive 10% off your first quote. So why does canteen golf and billiards even exist? What is the mission of this business? And I know that may sound crazy. You're like, well, you go play golf there and play billiards and have a good time, but that's not enough you can't start a business and just say it exists to offer a product or a service because everybody does that. And there's nothing, there's no incentive. There's no motivation there. So the mission for a canteen, and it took me a while to write this because this is, it's not like there's a, there's a a ton of uh, gosh, vocational uh, moral, whatever type of feelings about this type of business. It really is a, a buffet with, with activities, but it still has to serve a purpose. And so the mission statement that I landed on and what I came up with was, is this canteen exists to create a space for initiating and building camaraderie through golf, billiards, food, and fun. And then canteen pays tribute to the armed forces and service by featuring veterans and active duty members, as well as military units and history on the murals inside of our locations. That's it. That's the mission of what we do. And so when you, when you have a clear mission identified, number one, it puts up blinders for you. So it keeps you on track. I can't tell you how many times in the process of building out this business plan, people have said to me, why don't you also do darts or why don't you also do uh, these other indoor games or activities? And I said, well, because we build camaraderie through golf and billiards. (laughs) That's it. That's the business plan. Because it's so easy to try to do so many different things and be okay at lots of things, but not great at a few. And we want to be great at golf and billiards. We want to be really good at food and fun. And that's what the mission statement of Canteen Golf and Billiards is. It's laser focused. It's three service lines. And that's where we're going to be focused on with, of course, the twist that we salute and honor those who have served in the military and those who are in the military. So that's the mission statement. The vision statement. These are the vision statements that I want all of my employees to live and operate by when they're working for my business. And I'm going to share these five with you and then break them down a little bit. They go in this order. Honor God in all that we do. Crown the company. If there's a problem, I'm the problem and I can fix the problem. Build trust and take the lead. Those are the five vision statements. So let me talk about those a little bit. Honor God in all that we do. I am a person of faith and I don't shy away from that. I believe that as a, as a Christian, as a believer, I have an obligation, not just in my personal life, but in my professional life and my community that I should honor God in all that I do. And that has to deal with the way that I treat my employees, the way I treat people when they walk into a place of business, the way I interact with customers, the way that I operate my business on moral principles. This means that things like racism, not allowed in my business. This means that honoring people of all backgrounds and faiths, they, they, they are due the same respect that I would want. It's treat others as you want to be treated. And we honor God in all that we do when we choose to love people. And I know the word love may sound weird to people when you're talking about business, but the truth of the matter is I want to love on people when they walk through the doors of my business to let them know that they're valued, that they're important, that they have worth. Because if you're going to build camaraderie, Through a business, you have to give people a place where they can feel like they belong. And that's going to happen with this business. Crowning the company. Crowning the company means that every decision that you make benefits the company over yourself. And as a business owner, that's going to be something that can be challenging as well. Because how often is it easy to say, I want to do what's going to make me the most money or what's going to be best for me? At the bottom line, the company should outlive me. Every company that's built, if you're building it just for immediate success and wealth, that's great. But you should be building companies that they outlive you. The crown of England has outlived every single king or queen that has ever worn that crown. We want to crown the company with our decisions. And that means sometimes you're making decisions that are better for the company than they are for you as a person, as an individual. And I want my employees to understand that too, that you have to crown the company. If you're not willing to crown the company, then you can't work for the company. The company doesn't work for employees. Employees work for the company. They receive a salary by working for the company. And so that's uh, that may be a tough pill to swallow, maybe for some younger generations. It's not about you. Everything in life is not about you. This company is going to have an opportunity to make s- significant impacts in the community. It's going to employ people. It's going to create camaraderie. It's going to give people a location, an opportunity for them to connect with others. That's what it's about. I love number three. If there's a problem, I'm the problem and I can fix the problem. I don't employ victims. (laughs) You can't work for my company. If every time there's a problem or a situation that comes up, it's somebody else's fault, it's somebody else's problem, it can't happen. I truly believe this. If there's a problem in a relationship, if there's a problem at work, if there's a problem in your personal life, chances are you are the problem, which means you can fix the problem. Even if the problem is coming from other people, the true problem might be that you didn't communicate effectively or uh, or or you didn't follow through or you were being narcissistic or whatever the, whatever the case is, the problem in root, chances are it lands with you. For business owners, you can say, well, my employees didn't follow the policy. Well, there's probably a problem with the way that you employed and enforced the policy. Or my, I have employees that are showing up late for work. Well, there's probably a problem with the way that you told them at orientation that being on time is the rule, not the exception. And if you tolerate poor performance... You're proliferating poor performance. There's a saying that I use all the time. It's that empathy without accountability equals apathy. Let me say that again. Empathy without accountability equals apathy. For example, an employee calls up and says, hey, boss, you know, my, uh, my car's broken down. I can't get to work today. Okay. Well, that's not my problem. And I know that comes across as being harsh, but it's true. You were hired to do a job. The company pays you to do the job. People depend on you to show up and do your job. So if an employee ever calls me and says, Hey, my car's broken down, I'm going to show empathy. Oh man, that is a bummer, but there's going to be accountability. So what are you going to do to get to work? (laughs) Because if you show empathy, but then don't hold people accountable, that develops apathy. So now I can call off work anytime I want to. Or now if I call off work and my boss says, well, I'll call you an Uber to get you to work. Well, now I know that I can call off for work and someone's going to pay for me to get to work. If there's a problem, I'm the problem and I can fix the problem. And then the last two, build trust and take the lead. Trust is the foundation that all business is built upon. Do what you say you're going to do. Show up. Be a person of your word. Make sure the mission statement of the company is being enforced and it's understood. That's how you build trust. If your company says it's going to be open at eight o'clock in the morning, seven days a week, you got to make sure you're there before eight o'clock to make sure the doors are open. You build trust. If you say that you're going to offer hot dogs and pizza on the buffet and people buy the buffet and all of a sudden there's no more pizza well, you let people down, you didn't build trust. If equipment breaks, is it because you didn't maintain it or was it just something that happened suddenly? You need to build trust. Trust is the monetary good that you can't purchase, right? It's that's, that's the, the capital that we have with consumers is building trust. And if they can trust you and your brand, they will continue to come back and continue to patronize you. And then finally take the lead. All of my employees have to know that they have the responsibility and permission to take the lead in their jobs i would rather them make a decision and it be the wrong decision than to have indecision and not take charge employees need to be given permission to take the lead so that's the vision honor god and all that we do crown the company if there's a problem i'm the problem i can fix the problem build trust and take the lead But it's not enough to just put that on a plaque or hang it on a wall or put it inside an employee handbook. This has to be communicated and talked about on a regular basis. And so when we do our quarterly employee meetings, we're going to talk about these five principles. And the employees are going to talk about how they honored God, how they were able to crown the company. What did you do when you realized that there was a problem and you were the problem? What did you do to fix the problem? Tell me about how you built trust with a a customer How did you take the lead? They have to walk the walk. Remember, I I talked about that military um, example earlier. It's one thing to teach somebody how to do cadence and march in the military, but guess what? They have to do it on their own. So they have to teach it back to me. And when they can teach it back to me, that means I know that they understood it. When someone repeats something back, that means it processed in their brain and it's been registered on the data drive inside their mind now they know what's expected of them. So it's important that you have a mission and that you have a vision. I'm going to talk about vision boards next. This is building the brand. I don't know about you, but for years, I spent hours a month in networking groups. I'm sure you have too, right? Feeling forced to give referrals and set up blind date meetings with other business owners. Man, networking is hard. You know what's not? Fellowship. just getting together with other business owners who desire to grow their businesses while developing friendships and meaningful relationships that could turn into additional business. That's why I started the Business Faith Fellowship. We're a group of owners who get together on the first Saturday of each month. We gather to learn something new from an industry expert, and then we fellowship together to share ideas and develop relationships, and then we pray for each other. Yes, I said pray. Because when you are a person of faith, I mean, you have an obligation to seek God's wisdom and direction, not just for your personal life, but for your business as well. So maybe this sounds like a better networking group for you. So join us for the Business Faith Fellowship. It's the first Saturday of each month. You can check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash faith fellowship. Business Faith Fellowship, it's networking with a higher purpose. So if you want to grow your business, if you want to turn your business around, if you want to get your employees laser focused on the vision of what you're trying to accomplish, I want to encourage you to use something called vision boards. Vision boards are incredibly powerful. It it can literally be a a cork board or a wall or whatever. And uh, I'll walk you through the story of what I had to do with one of my home care businesses. A few years back, we were struggling to get to the next level uh, in terms of revenue growth in our business. And I went to some training uh, where I, they specifically talked about vision boards and I loved it. And I came back and I implemented it right away. And it's one thing to say to your, you know, your, your employees, Hey man, uh, if we hit a new revenue goal, there's going to be a bonus and everyone will be happy, blah, blah, blah. That's great. And because some people are definitely motivated by money, but if you want to get your entire team energized and motivated around growth, you want them to have a vision, not just for themselves, but for each other, because now it becomes a team effort. And so what I did is this, we offered an incentive program. I think if we hit a new revenue level, everyone was going to get $500, okay? And so I asked everybody to come to the next staff meeting with a picture of what they were going to do with their $500. And so there was a lot of anticipation, a lot of talk in the the, uh, business. People were cutting out pictures from magazines, whatever the case was. And they showed up and that day, everybody talked about their picture, But they couldn't just share their picture. They couldn't just say, hey, I want to get a new television. They had to tell the story behind it. Why would this be important to them? And what is the difference it would make in their lives? Now, again, some of these objects were not life changing objects, but they were definitely going to be something that they could tell a story about because storytelling is powerful. And so as they would hold up, for example, one person held up a picture of a baby crib and they were expecting a child and they said they were going to use this money to help remodel a room to get it ready for the arrival of their child. And one person held up a picture of a car. Now, obviously, you can't buy a car with $500, but man, it was going to go towards a down payment for a new car. And everybody began to share these stories. And there was an excitement building in the room because people started to understand and realize that when they were trying to achieve this goal together, it wasn't just for what they wanted. It was for what everybody on the team wanted. That's powerful. That creates accountability because now imagine now when that servicing query comes in on the phone, maybe you're going to take it a little bit more seriously now, because if you can convert that, that call to a client, you might help that person remodel their, baby room or help a fellow teammate get that car that they want. Vision changes everything. A vision board can help your employees develop an identity of what team they're on and what they're trying to achieve. It gives you a visual representation of what you want to achieve, what you actually want to do. It can create a powerful and positive image in your mind. And let's be honest, man, if you can see it, you can achieve it, right? But if you can't see it, you can't. And we took that, that vision board and we put everybody's pictures up on it. And we put it in a prominent place in the break room. And for the next four weeks, we brought that vision board to the staff meetings and we talked about it and we reviewed numbers. And wouldn't you know it, within the next four weeks, we were able to achieve that goal. Everybody reached it. Neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swartz says that looking at images on a vision board primes the brain. It primes the brain to grasp opportunities that may otherwise go unnoticed. That's because the brain is a process It's called value tagging that imprints important things onto your subconscious mind and it filters out unnecessary information. That's powerful. So don't ever say that a vision statement or... Mission statement is not important for a business. It absolutely is. The key as a business owner is how do you get it to go from words on a page inside someone's mind to become part of their thoughts and actions? Because again, thoughts and beliefs drive actions. Actions drive results. If you want your team to be concerned about your business and the vision, get them to buy into what you're trying to do you can make it happen. Work on your mission statement, work on your vision statement, and you will see major change in your business. Thank you for tuning in to Building the Brand. All content and audio on this podcast is protected and may not be used or reproduced without the express written consent of the producer. Bert Koppel is a John Maxwell certified business coach, teacher, and speaker. He is also the owner and founder of Canteen Golf and & Billiards and inspired Wallprint Pros. Learn more about the Canteen Golf concept at www.canteengolf.com or about Inspired at wallprintpros.com. You can reach Bert at Bert Koppel at canteengolf.com. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Please like and follow this podcast and share and listen to future episodes of Building the Brand.